Welcome to the Black Appalachian Coalition's podcast entitled Black Remembering, where we will bring to you the heavy and the hope across the Ohio River Valley. We want to remember who we are, where we've come from. We want to speak to the oral history of what we've done, what we've achieved. We want to speak to the ills that we have experienced while also finding solutions to those problems, those issues. We want to deal with the narrative that has kept us deeply rooted in despair. Now we want to punch through that narrative and stand up and say, we are remembering our black past and we are rooted and we are here to stay. Welcome to Black Remembering. We hope that you find your place, your space, and your voice in this podcast. Hi, this is Melanie Mead with Black Podcast. We are remembering by highlighting the heavy and the hope. I'll be interviewing Joseph Amadison, a young uh, man from the Clareton community and we're just going to talk about his experiences. Hi, Joseph. Hi. Can you tell me um, your age and some of the things that you're into? Hi, my name is Joseph. I am currently 13 years old, and I do lots of tricking, acrobatic things. I scooter, and I do I do YouTube, and yeah. And um, what's your experience like living here in Clareton with all of those fun activities that you like to do? Um, with where my house is, I could probably go to the front and do some tricks or something or have my scooter. But sometimes when the air is bad, I'd like my nose when I come in, it wouldn't happen that day different day my nose would get stuffy and then it would go on for a while. Yeah, that's that's interesting. So you're not really able to enjoy a lot of what you do because you have to have a tissue or a handkerchief whenever you're trying to do those fun things. Not easy, huh? To flip or do a trick with the handkerchief wiping your nose. When I go outside and play with other kids, I see lots of other kids there's really nothing to do in the city of Claire. I feel like all the other kids, well, me and some other, my friends, we talk about, we just walk. We'd probably be walking to his house or walking outside, walking to my house. And we'd look at the abandoned buildings and be like, oh, we can make this a rec center or take tear it down. Or we ask, we ask ourselves, why haven't we tear it down? I got lots of ideas from my friends, like, there's this abandoned school that I feel like and we feel like we could break down and make into basketball recreation center. And then without all that stuff, we do like we play with the splat ball guns and that's really the only thing we have. And then if we don't have anything else, that's the only option. Now, what about the splat ball guns? I mean, I know you enjoy doing it, but 
Um, have you encountered any issues that come up with it? No, not really, because it's been getting worldwide and around, and the police kind of know when it's a splat ball gun. But sometimes we usually do it in like a certain space and then we'll move to a different space. And I do see police officers ride by, but they don't really do too much. They know it's a game, but like I do feel like if we're just doing it anywhere, like anywhere, it'll probably be a little bad. But other than that, I feel fine about it, but we could do other things if we had. Do you think that if you had an indoor space, like that would be safer? Yeah, definitely. I feel like it would be like we can make things and obstacles more be more organized instead of people getting shot when they don't have a gun or something. Gotcha. So they're getting shot with splat balls and they don't they don't have a gun. And so they don't it's not like it's fair for sometimes, but if you came into the splat ball war, you know what it's what the consequences are. All playful, but you know what the consequences are when you don't have your equipment, like going to a skate park but with no equipment. Gotcha. Now what about that? I know you like skating and tricking too. Is there any space for you to do that here in the community? Um, me and my friends find find a little bit, but not really. It's there's like places, but it's like a half of a place. There's like a sidewalk that's super good. Eventually, we'll get bored at it, and we'll see this other sidewalk. It's big, perfect, but it's not. It's it has holes and dents, and it's rocky and it's broken and stuff. Okay, so you really, even when you do go outside, you don't really have um, safe spaces that can endure the fun play. You just have like one little sidewalk or half of a sidewalk. Yeah, that's that's, it. And how does that like on the days when you guys are get bored, how does that make you feel? And it's okay to express your emotions. I just wondered if sometimes you might have heightened emotions like and and you may not um but I would like to understand better if it has any effect on your emotion um for me when there's really nothing to do I'd probably go home watch my phone but then I'd be like like wow really nothing to do outside but I am sometimes able to get out to uh urban air and that would bring up my fun, but it it would it used to be liking to stay inside and not go outside. Now the weather's getting bad and it's being weird, so everybody wants to go outside, but sometimes they can't. So it's like it brings me to like a a middle state where I'm not happy, but I'm not like sad. Okay. Yeah, that's understandable. And what about your friends? Do you think that any of them are maybe sad whenever they can't? Like, do you see that it saddens them in a way when they can't do the fun things they like to or when they can't go outside and enjoy themselves? A little bit, but not like a in a sad, sad way. Just like a uh like a a sigh way. <laughs> yeah. We can't go outside or anything. 
And I, I like that idea that you, you shared about your friends looking at abandoned buildings and having ideas for them. How many abandoned buildings do you have around your home? Probably uh, um, 10, 8 to 10, I think, because I have, there's an abandoned school, uh, ab abandoned, like, uh, shop centers, like, where you got stores next to stores. And we got a, a clothing place, AT Cricket, and another stores, and a couple others, so I'd say roughly about eight. And how does that make you feel when you're walking in a community seeing those abandoned buildings? Does it, like, if you were carrying trash or eating your ice cream, does that make you feel any kind of way, like, if you don't see a garbage can nearby? Yeah, sometimes it does, like, on certain days where I'm just really, like, looking and observing things, I look and be like, that's, that's dumb or disgusting, not disgusting, but like a different word, annoying that this building is this when it could be this, something fun. Right. I mean, but when I walk past it on other, basic, other day, days and I'd be going out with some of my friends, I wouldn't really worry too much to take my, I wouldn't want it to take my energy down. Yeah. So I'd just not worry about it. Sure, that's great. Now, what about you? Have you lived in other places? I lived in three different places. Um, one is where I'm from, well, where I was born, Washington, D.C. Then I moved on to North Carolina. Love it there. Stayed there for a while. Then came back to Clarence and stayed here for all my life. And then when I was 12, I went back to D.C., but I was in Maryland and then came back, and now I'm in Clarence. And what was your experience like in Maryland as far as activities and things to do in the community? How did your community look? Were, were there a lot of abandoned buildings there? My community was uh, really like a, a a house place, and it was nice, but there wasn't really buildings it was just like a straight neighborhood with houses and it didn't like it wasn't really I, there wasn't a lot of things I could do either besides ride up and down the hill but I'd still have to ride out get a car somebody to drive me out to go to this place so it would be like the same as Claren but not as bad so yeah. And what about your um, runny nose? Did you have that issue there as much? Uh, no, not really. I did have it when I the season changed, but then it went away. Here, the seasons changed, but it's still been going on. I think it's the air sometimes. Right. And how much, um, well, forgive me, but do you take any kind of medicine for it? I do take little tablets that go under my tongue and they dissolve and they help for like 20 minutes and then it come back. And how many times do you take those, do you think, in a day? Probably three, two times, depending on how I feel on each day. So you have to take two tablets? 
two tablets about and three times a day three times a day yeah and it still doesn't it, completely take away nope um it would i take one take the two and then wait a couple hours like two or one take some more which is two and then take another one and then at least by night i'm able to like get good breathing when i sleep but like it's kind of annoying having to have runny nose all the time sure right i can definitely understand that so let's go back to some of the ideas you and your friends were coming up with um for these buildings um What's one thing that you would put indoors in a building for the youth in our community? We were thinking, and I was thinking about a basketball recreation center that has vending machines and somewhere nice for people like basketball players to come play basketball. And then now I'm thinking of a place where I could go, like, a near trampoline park, but not like big one, like a little small one. Come in, jump on the trampoline for a little bit and play on the uh, spring pads, but not too big, nothing to make it too popular. Right, right. That sounds cool. And what um, are some of your interests? Like, what would you like to be whenever you grow up? I'm still on that thinking, but. I think I will grow up and be a software engineer. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. And do you know about like how that job can um how you can use software engineering when you live in a community like Clarendon? Have you really been exposed to that information? Uh not really to like using Clarendon, but I find a way to do it in my house. Yes, that's good. That's good. So if you had um, a checkbook and you could write a check to make the building, you would create a trampoline, a little mini trampoline park in an indoor basketball area. Yes. What about, um, like, do you ever feel like you should talk to somebody? Sometimes you get frustrated or angry. Would you ever trust speaking to uh, a counselor? I I do always, I always would like to speak to somebody, but sometimes I feel like it's not really nothing to worry about and I could just wipe it off myself. Like I know some things that I really do be like carrying that I would come and talk to somebody about. Do you think that in that kind of area, like in that kind of building with like a fun space we would get more youth to come and speak out or share their they wouldn't be in a public setting we could have group meetings I think that if we had group meetings about death right that might be cool um and then you had like the trampoline park and the basketball to kind of like ease you know ease your emotions um that would be that's a I think that's a great idea I was just wondering if you think that like, would you feel comfortable talking to somebody? And if so, that could be another part that you have, like adults there that could mentor or talk to the youth. Yeah, that would be good to have someone there, so like to teach people sometimes. Like if 
you see somebody and you want to help them, you could go around and help. Okay. Yeah. I just learned about a, a group who was teaching. Um, it's in Chicago and that city's pretty dangerous. So they have a, they have a lot more gun violence than we have, mm-hmm. but they are like engaging the youth so that they know what to do if they're ever in a situation. Yeah. And I wondered if you would benefit or if you think that your group of friends would benefit from learning about those issues too. Um, maybe, I think maybe some of my friends would. How do you know of any recent shooting in the community? Recent? Not really. I know there was a shooting one time when I was outside. I was coming, go leaving to go stay at my friend's house. And then we heard like, me and my friend heard pops, but we didn't think much of it. But mainly, like, in different areas, I feel like people, when they hear, like, gunshots or pops, they they be all scared and rowdy. But, like, me and my friend, we heard them, and we're like, oh, that's definitely gunshots. But we weren't worried about it because it didn't sound too close to us. Probably two minutes later, somebody's mom does by asking, like, looking for somebody, and then they say they were shooting up somewhere so we got home but we were safe that's good that's good what do you know about the uh air pollution um that causes you so much issue do you think or do you know where it comes from no I don't I know it comes from a mill but I don't know too much I feel like there there's the smell always gets to me like rotten eggs skunk yeah, no, it gets to a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I'm glad that you even know that or that you experience it because some people, their body protects them so that they won't, they don't know that it smells that way. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people's health and especially our young people in our community, their health is affected. We have what is three times the national average in asthma in youth like you. Because when you are in areas like this, um, it makes it harder for you to breathe. And then when you do breathe, your body still doesn't get a lot of clean oxygen. So it makes your organs have to work harder and they work under stress. And that can cause like headaches and other things that people may not pay attention to because they might just think, oh, I have a headache. And they may not connect it to the um this, the Coke works now. It used to be a steel mill, but now they're doing something different, which is called coking. And I don't even know about that process. So I wouldn't expect you to, but I'm glad that you do know that the pollution is coming from an industry. A lot of people still don't believe that that industry is responsible for it. When I was a little girl, you could see the soot in the air and you could see it on your car or on your house. Do you see soot in the sky? What is soot? Soot? No, that's cool. Soot is like dark particles in the sky or dark clouds. Yes, I see a lot of clouds, but I don't, sometimes I don't refer it to soot. I'd probably be like, oh, it's about to rain. Sometimes it does rain, but... I'm outside and I'm not really focused on that, but 
Now that I think of it, I have seen lots of dark clouds. Yeah, and remember there was a picture you shared with me because yes. I had t- told you about me um, getting certified as a smoke reader. So I wondered, um, like, what could you tell me about that picture? What made you snap it? And do you think that we could get other youth to take different pictures like that and in, and give them an, um, a motivation to understand? And actually, it's called activate, act, become an activist for your community by saying we won't accept what we see. Yes. Um. When I saw it, I was looking at it, and I remembered that you were into the cleaner stuff, and that didn't look very, to me, like by myself, that didn't look like it was supposed to be coming out here. It looked like like dirt. What color was it? It was brownish, darkish. Dark brown. Yes. Mm-hmm. And where was it coming from? Was it just in the sky or... Did it come? Did you see where it was coming from? It was coming from one of the systems at the mill. Like, what do they call it? Uh, it's like a circular thing. It's either square or circular, and that's where they push the gas out. I think, mm-hmm. or the smoke, and that's where it was coming from. Okay, okay. And and I'm glad that you took that picture. I was actually able to send that to the Allegheny County Health Department. Um, and I just want to thank you. Um, I hope you'll share this podcast with your friends uh, so we can get them to highlight their heavy and also get hope. So more of us come together, you all may just see an indoor space for you. Um, And that's really important for me that when you are in your home, that you feel safe and you are having just as much fun. You don't have to leave your home or leave your community to have fun. Thank you so much for joining me. Take good care. Bye-bye. Peace.